It's the Over 40 Shorty Podcast with your host, Tina V. Hey, this is Tina V, and I'm the Over 40 Shorty. Over 40 Shorty. We're going to talk about love, life, aging, pain. But I can no longer eat all the sugar and carbs and all that and expect to still maintain a decent-looking body. Over 40 Shorty. Hormones, men, dating, friendships. I try not to judge my friends when they make decisions that I don't think I would if I were in that situation. Here's your Over 40 Shorty girl, Tina B. 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 Hey, everyone. This is Tina B. And you're listening to the Over 40 Shorty Podcast. So today is going to be all about me and I'm going to be talking about something that I've encountered uh, while dating. This show is basically about me and my over 40 life and the experiences that I've had or have or I'm contemplating. It's just about a lot of different things. I'm talking about life, love and all of these as they apply to my life. So today I decided to talk about something that I cannot stand. Um, while I'm dating. And it's something that guys do all the time. I know you guys are probably listening and thinking, you know, you know, the single women that are out there dating right now. I bet the first thing you're thinking is send me a pic. Oh, my gosh. I can't stand that either. Believe me, I can't stand that either. When a guy would ask me to send a picture, I would send this picture of this monkey, this little chimpanzee smiling. And I would crack up. It was so funny because I cannot, I don't know why I can't stand that. It's like, get to know me. Okay. So anyway, I don't want to go off on a tangent. That'll be a whole nother show. But the thing I cannot stand, this is one, this is up there with the, um, send me a picture. It's a question that guys ask. So why are you single? Ah, ah, pisses me off. And I'm going to tell you why. I just don't understand why that question is being asked or why they're asking that question. First of all, when they ask me that question, it make I go on the defense because immediately I feel like um, something's wrong. Is you know, is there something wrong with me because I'm single? Um, is that a bad thing? So I get kind of defensive in the beginning, and I'm like, you know, why? Why the hell are you ask? Why are you single? You know, get up off of me. Why are you single? You know. And secondly, I just want to know why, why is it important? Why is it important to know why I'm single? And honestly, am I, am I even qualified to answer that question? You asking me, am I qualified to answer that question? Why is that question so important? And honestly, why are you asking me? Do you really think I'm the best source (laughs) and the best person to answer that question? Like I'm going to respond and say, oh, I'm crazy. I'm hard to deal with. I'm picky, I'm this. No, of course, I'm going to shed the best light possible on the situation. So I don't even know why they ask that question and what they hope to gain by getting that answer, you know, to that question. It's just crazy to me. I mean, I want to say, like, what are you going to do with this information anyways? Who sent you? <laughs> like, like, really? I mean, like, what do you do? Okay, if I t- when I tell you the reasons, what do you do? You just you plug it into some algorithm and it tells you if I'm if I if you should move forward, proceed, proceed with caution, abort, abort mission. What? <laughs> I mean, it just ticks me off. And also, when you know, the answer is subjective. How do I know? I think that the best people that would be able to answer that question would be guys that I've dated before. Well, maybe not because they don't know why I'm single. They could answer why I'm not with them or vice versa. But 
They couldn't really answer the question why I'm single. And hell, if I knew, I probably wouldn't be single. Would I? Because I would know exactly why I'm single and I'd fix the problem. Hey, I mean, hello. Hello. So with that, I thought I would just take some time to answer the question based on what I've observed in myself, because the last few, you know, just as I've been in my, as I've grown and in my thirties, I've always been on a quest to better myself and be, uh, you know, a better person for me, for anybody else. Like sometimes I don't, you know, sometimes I know that I could come off pretty judgmental before there are a lot of things. And, and, you know, I think that was because I was young and I hadn't had any experiences and I would, you know, be very judgmental of my friends or anybody telling me about different things that were going on in their in their relationships. And I, I you know, mine was always, oh, I would never do that. Oh, oh, hell no. Oh, not me, girl. Not me. But live, honey. Just live a little, people. And you find out that uh, that's me. Uh, uh. I did that, um, you know, so, um, you know, just being in my 40s, that's that's another that's one of the few valuable lessons that I've learned is to shut my mouth and don't say anything. If you don't know, if you haven't been in the situation, then you are in no position to speak on it. You can give some advice. I mean, I always preface all of my responses when I'm talking to my friends about, you know, when they're asking, you know, for advice or we're just having a general conversation. I always say. Okay, listen, I'm answering from a position of me being on the outside looking into your situation. I would probably and I may uh, handle it totally different when I'm smack dab in the middle of it. But being on the outside looking in, this is what I see and help them kind of come to a conclusion on their own. I'm, I'm no longer the person to say I would do or you should do. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You have to answer that yourself. But, you know, there are some things that you just be like, oh, hell no. But just looking back um, and, and coming back to answering that question and how I would answer that question. Now, f- that's the first thing, you know, like, what are you going to do with what are you going to do with this information? This is Tina B. And you're listening to the Over 40 Shorty podcast. And we're talking about uh, why I hate the question. Why are you single? The second thing I would say is don't get it twisted. I've been proposed to. I've been in relationships and they didn't work out for whatever reason, which we'll probably find out about a lot of them throughout these episodes of this podcast. But just because I'm single doesn't mean nobody wants me. Just because I'm single doesn't mean I don't want anybody. Being single to me just means that I'm taking the time to meet and understand people and decide for myself if this person is a good fit for me. That's one of the reasons. Number two, they're not knocking on my door. So meaning I'm not really, I go out and I do a lot of different things. Like I go to eat a lot of times. I'm, I love to eat. So a lot of times I go places to eat. I'm in my forties now. I don't go and hang out in clubs and go to places where there are single men. My pool is a lot smaller. So therefore, just by default, the amount of encounters that I have with single men is very small. So that's an, that's another reason why I'm single. But a lot of people like to say you're single by your by choice, but it's by chance, because if I met the right guy at any moment, I would jump on it. I wouldn't be single anymore. So I attribute my singleness to a, a combination of things. 
distorted beliefs when I was younger. Now, when I was younger, um, if you guys listen to my previous podcast, I talked to, with my son Amir and I told him that I didn't plan to be single. You know, I think little girls, a lot of little girls, I'm not going to say all of us, but a lot of us as when we were younger, we had this vision that we would be married by the 40s. I mean, 40s was ancient, right? That we definitely will have been married, have kids and everything. We'd be honky dory. That necessarily, you know, but as you grow and, and you go through life, that is not necessarily the case. When, you know, in my 20s, I was kicking it. I had a boyfriend. Um, I had a college boyfriend. I went to Clark Atlanta University. Go Panthers. And um, I had a boyfriend. He went to Morehouse and my sophomore and junior year. And then he tragically passed away. So he I thought I probably would have married him. Him. And then when I was in high school, I had a high school um, love that we were together entire high school. And then after college, I, you know, I had a couple of boyfriends after that, but I really was trying to kick it. I wasn't really trying to settle down. Um, I really didn't know myself. I didn't know this at the time, but looking back, I know that's what I was doing. I was just having fun. I had a great time in my 20s. Didn't have any kids, free, broke, but kicking it all the time with my friends. We had a blast. And so I wasn't really focused on finding um, a man or, or that mate. I did have boyfriends at the time, but it, it it was nothing serious. I wasn't even looking for anything serious. And then um, I met Amir's dad. And again, we were not in a relationship, but we were seeing each other for a while, for four years. And then I ended up getting pregnant and having my son. So once I had my son, my whole dating perspective changed a little bit. I um, was no longer focused on kicking it. I was now focused. I had a new project, which was Project Amir, my son. And I wanted to make the best for him. So as I said, you know, I didn't really have a career in my 20s, I had a job that I had been, you know, working for four or five years, making a little bit of money just to support me. But once I had my son, that focus changed. So with that, I definitely wasn't looking for a man. I was trying to navigate through a little bit. And, you know, I'd meet guys. I was young, so I would meet guys. I would go out on dates, but I didn't bring them around my son. I did have one significant boyfriend um, for a couple years in my 30s. But for the most part, I spent most of my time going back to school, getting my career off the ground so that I could have a stable environment for my son. So dating was put on the on the back burner. I wasn't concentrating on dating in my 30s. And if I did date, it was separate from my my son. And I I wasn't looking for anything permanent, I don't think. It would have had to slap me in my face for me to see that that it was going to be permanent, um, I think. And And I had a lot of things that I needed to work on. I needed to work on myself, my attitude. You know, when I'm in relationships, if stuff doesn't work out the way that I think it should, I'll run. I'm just like, I'm Oh, I'm out of here. Oh, I'm out of here. Oh, I'm out of here. And you can't you can't be in a relationship and think that everything is going to go well. And the first at first turn, when something doesn't work to your advantage, you, you want to hightail it out. It doesn't work like that. And marriage definitely doesn't work out like that. But again, those are my 30s. I didn't know anything about that. Now that I'm in my 40s, I spent the latter part of my years, my 30s and the earlier parts of my 40s, just kind of reevaluate myself and reevaluate my life. And, you know, Amir was getting older. I just started to think about um, long term and it was about time for me to start dating. But before I did, 
I had to do some self-evaluation on myself. And what I started with was just not really focusing on guys. I was I was in a relationship for a long time and it wasn't a committed relationship. And what I realized is that I stay in I stay in shit too long. I stay in relationships too damn long. When I can see clearly in the beginning that it wasn't going to work, but I get caught up and stay for whatever reason. I didn't know what it was. I didn't have some of it was fear, not fear of not having a man, but fear of letting go and then not having anything and just nothing and just being bored. I don't know what that I don't know what the fear was, to be honest. I'm still thinking about that right now. I know I don't like to hurt people's feelings, even though, you know, I have to be provoked. I won't just walk up to somebody and say, you know, you're ugly or, you know, something like that. I wouldn't do that anyway, but I don't like to hurt anyone's feelings. You basically have to do something to me to make me cut you off. And that's one of the th- one of the reasons I think I stayed in relationships too long. They weren't good for me. They weren't going anywhere. The writing was on the wall. I'd ask the question. They'd give me the answer. And yet the dumb, dumb Tina would still stay there. So that prolonged it a lot longer than I than I would have liked it to. So and when you're with somebody that's time away from getting out there and meeting your your real somebody. Right. So basically was on pause. I stay in relationships too long. I was too rigid. I know that one of the the themes of all of, of some of my relationships were, well, probably most of them, just all of them didn't say it, was I was too conservative and too reserved. I, I'm not very affectionate. I can love somebody and just be head over heels with somebody, but I would not show it. I was very reserved. And and I think that comes from when I was younger, you know, when you don't want to be perceived as being fast. Your mom, your auntie is talking about, you better not be out there being fast. You better not be out there being fast. You better not be out there being fast. So what I associated with that was don't go out there acting like you like somebody, like you like a boy. Any, any, Any show of affection to a boy was being fast. So that carried on into my adult life. And... I still, to this day, I don't show no public displays of affection. When we're behind closed doors, I will. If I really like you, I will. If I feel safe, I will. If I don't feel safe, I won't. And that goes back to me staying in in shit too long. If I don't feel safe, if I don't feel secure, when I say safe, I don't feel secure in knowing that how you say you feel about me that you really do it's either by you know some action that you've shown me that you saying you lo- you like me you love me but your your actions don't support that I'm insecure at that point and if I'm insecure I'm not about to show you that I like you or love you but my dumb ass will still sit over there and be with you and be around. You know, that was the whole thing. And I'm still working on that one. I, you know, I, that's something I'm still working on. I'm a Virgo. So to a certain degree, I'm very analytical. I overthink things. I think that causes me to stay in things too long. So basically, I'm not even sure if I even answered that question. I don't know. Hell, I don't know why I'm single. You help me figure that out. There's a lot of reasons why women are single around here. Some are mean and bitter. Some are nice as can be. Got good jobs, good heads on their shoulders, making good money. Still don't have a man. Me, I think I'm a good person. I've changed a lot. I'm not as mean, you know, as they used to say, as I was. It's just I don't take shit. My tolerance level for bullshit is so low. It's so low. 
And that's probably the the main reason why I'm not in a relationship. Because when I think over all of my relationships and why they ended, it was either it it, it really wasn't me. I'm going to be honest. It really it really, really wasn't me with with the ones that I that I was really involved in or maybe it was me in disguise and 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 it, it the indirectly it was these reasons I know in, in some cases you know for example um one of my relationships ended because of distance the long distance the other one another one was death he passed away another one was infidelity another one was it wasn't a commitment in the first place it was a relationship but it wasn't a committed relationship So does that even count, you know? So basically, guys, what I'm trying to say is don't ask us that question. We don't know. We're still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to figure it out. We've had a lot of things that we've gone through in our lives that have accumulated. And there are lots of different reasons as to why we're single or why, you know, why a person could be single. Basically, what you have to do, you got to put in the work. If she's worth it, put in the work, get in there and figure it out. You don't even have to figure that out yourself. Figure out if she's for you. If you want to have it be in a relationship with her. Stop asking us that dumbass question of why we're single. We don't know. Thank you for listening to the Over 40 Shorty Podcast with your host, me, Tina B. I look forward to your comments and feedback. Follow us on the Facebook page, the Over 40 Shorty Podcast, as well as Instagram and subscribe feedback is appreciated and until next time be blessed the over 40 shorty produced and edited by reggie fine virtual studios dallas texas catch all of the over 40 shorty podcast with tina b on itunes stitcher google play facebook and all of your social media outlets the over 40 shorty part of the tina b network